0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new podcast that is about to fill your ears with laughter, stories, and a whole lot of everything. Get ready for an exciting journey as we present to you the one and only This Show Has Everything. Music fades. And now, please give a warm welcome to your fabulous hosts coming to you from different corners of the United States. We have Christy from Linwood, Washington. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Christy here, representing the beautiful Pacific
1: Northwest. I'm your go-to gal for things that are quirky, hilarious, and just plain interesting. Buckle up, because we're about to dive into the wild and wonderful world of This Show Has
0: Everything. Next up, joining us all the way from the vibrant city of Austin, Texas, please welcome Hillary
2: howdy folks hillary here your texan tornado of fabulousness. from pop culture to the latest trends i've got you covered get ready to hang on to your cowboy hats because we're about to embark on a wild podcast adventure together
0: and finally we have the sensational Anne from the charming town of new brighton minnesota applause Hello, hello,
3: everyone, and here, your Midwest maven with a passion for all things wholesome and heartwarming. I can't wait to share stories, tips, and a whole lot of love with all of you. Brace yourselves, because this podcast is about to bring some serious Minnesota nice.
0: Together, Christy, Hillary, and Anne will be your guides through the maze of life's curiosities. So, what can you expect from This Show Has Everything?, Well, we've got you covered. First up, we'll start with some delightful small talk where we'll discuss the little things that make life interesting. From amusing anecdotes to the latest viral videos, we'll keep you entertained and smiling. Then, it's time to dive into the mailbag. We wanna hear from you, our amazing listeners, and answer your burning questions. Share your stories and provide the advice you seek. So don't forget to send us your thoughts, concerns, and hilarious encounters. After that, get ready for some captivating medium talk. We'll explore (laughs) thought-provoking topics, interview fascinating guests, and engage in discussions that will challenge your perspective and broaden your horizons. And finally, we'll wrap up each episode by sharing our recommendations for the week. Whether it's a must-read book, a binge-worthy TV show, or a hidden gem of a podcast, we'll make sure you're up to date on the best things happening around us. So, folks, get ready to buckle up and embark on an incredible journey with Christy, Hillary, and Anne as they bring you the best of small talk, dive into the mailbag, engage in medium talk, <laughs> and unveil their weekly recommendations. This is This Show Has Everything. Closing music.
1: Oh, no, that's don't, the end. Sorry. Oh, no.
0: I don't read this last part.
1: Oh, who bu- who books
3: who booked the guest. Shit, I forgot to. It was my job. I
2: forgot, guys. What
3: about the viral videos?
2: <laughs> oh, and wait. I love that we had to reiterate it like a bunch of times. Like, yeah. and again, it's the and- small talk, the yeah. mailbag, the medium talk. Um, yeah. So this show, this is non robot Hillary talking. Uh, this show we're talking about. AI, and I guess the more positive sense of AI about what we want AI to do for us in a perfect world.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> that was really so we weird. had we had chatbot write the introduction, and all I put was write a script for the introduction of a podcast called The Show Is Everything with a host from, and I said your name and the city, and that was it. And that's what came up.
2: That's so weird. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. I, I feel like that's more like for my mom. Like, she's like, howdy. Well, she wouldn't say howdy, but she would say like fabulousness and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it's such a weird, I mean, wh- whatever. We're sort of getting into medium talk. It's such a weird dynamic of it just, I don't it just pulls from everything that's been poured into it. Yes. Like this is what I know Mm -hmm. of Midwestern culture. This is what I know of Pacific Northwest. This is what I know of Texas, but it's weird to be like, for mine to be like fabulousness or whatever. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. some things that I'm not going to do. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to get, I don't have a cowboy hat and (laughs) we're not going on a, I'm not talking about the latest tree. No, it's true. And the latest trends, I don't know what the latest trends are, but you know, I can look it up.
1: More um, than any of the rest of us. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, should we go into small talk? I don't know. I mean, shall we acknowledge the Jeremy in the room? Oh, yes. Yes. There's a Jeremy edition. Hello, Jeremy.
0: Hello. I guess I'm still using my AI voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I, I like, like, changed the, like, tenor of my voice when, when I was reading that, but <laughs> it just felt right, It I was guess. kind of like... Game
2: showy, I liked it. Like it was sort of like, and now you know, like Bob Eubanks or something. Yeah,
0: but if like your Bob game Eubanks. show host was <laughs> still going through puberty and struggling to read, <laughs>
2: that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. So we've got a full, uh, well, not a full panel, but we've got the three ladies plus Jeremy, and we're gonna talk about AI. But first, yeah, let's get into small talk real quick because we've got some. Um, I um wanted to talk about a concert that I went to on Sunday. I stayed up far too late, which is I can't do on a Sunday. I was destroyed on Monday. I didn't even really drink that much. Like I had two drinks. It was over the course of the night. Like it wasn't anything. I just went to bed too late. I mean, you were with your child. I hope you didn't no. Have that I many drinks. no. I wasn't with my child. I wasn't with my child. I was with <laughs> oh, my you girlfriend. weren't. No. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. No. 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 I. I was. I was with my girlfriend. Um. But it was. It was just, I can't stay up until midnight on a school night. I just can't do it. I have to be up at like, the kids went to camp on Monday. Like I had to get up and and get them out and get get to work. But I went to go see uh, Janet Jackson and it was so much fun. Now, I will say... She did lip sync most of it, which is fine. Like I was honestly like, "Good lip sync." I want you to lip- you are fifty seven mm-hmm. years old. Like please lip sync. And I also yeah, I'd never, rather
1: her dance.
2: Yeah, and I've also yeah. never really thought of her as like this great vocalist. I mean, she has a nice voice, but mm-hmm. that's just more like, yeah, the dancing and the beats and all that. Um, and I will say, she could probably do like a a sixty four count. Like she could do mm-hmm. moves, but then she kind of had to like stop but she had great backup dancers so it was like she could do the moves and then she would like you know she would do a little bit of of you know some intricate thing and then she would kind of prance around and stuff but it was just the vibe was really fun everybody was excited Ludacris opened for her and he was great though i kept thinking i don't know this is just like my internal laziness like i okay jan jackson obviously has a lot of money Ludacris. Though, you know, it's not like he has a ton of popular songs. He's in all of the Fast and Furious movies. Like, he does not need any money. Anyway, I'm just impressed that they're still touring. I also like Ludacris because it reminds me of being um, my ill-fated dance class I took in Los Angeles where we had to learn a routine. And I thought it was just an exercise class and it was actually like a dance class. Um, And it was to the song Stand Up. And he performed that and I was very excited. But uh, I got a little PTSD. He's also like one year older than I am. So I feel connected to him. Anyway, it was really, really, really fun. I had a great time. Um, highly recommend if she's coming through and in September, I'm going to see Madonna, another person that I think will probably lip sync and not dance very much, but should be an interesting um, cultural, um, I don't know, Milestone, I don't know. Um, Have you seen her before? No, I've never seen her. No, I remember everybody went to the, like a bunch of the richer kids went to the Truth or Dare concert and my mom was like, and my mom was not that protective, but she was like, absolutely not. You're not going (laughs) to that. Because I was in fifth grade. I mean, I was just a little bit too good. Yeah, I was a little Mm -hmm. on the young side. Yeah, I mean, I had listened, my sisters were obsessed with her, so I had listened to all of her music, but I didn't really understand it much. Oh, by the way, okay. She'd be really irritated if she heard me say this. So Bridget and I watched Never Have I Ever, the show, and it's coming back. I think it just started. Like, it just dropped all of its fourth season. Yes. And we watched – and now I'm very excited. We're going to watch an episode after this. Um, We watched the trailer, and she was, like – she was talking about having sex, and she said – that her friend said, did you have an orgasm? And she was like, no, because it was her first time. And, like (laughs) – Bridget was like, what's that? And I it, like the act of sex. I can explain like all the stuff I can explain, but in orca, I'm like, I don't know how to explain this to you. It's so personal. <laughs> it's such a weird question that I've never thought about yeah. having to explain anyway. So, and I think, yeah, like with a boy, I was talking to Missy and she's like, at least with a boy, it's like, you know, there's a, there's a physical yeah. <laughs>
0: outcome to the whole, uh,
2: display. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but with a girl, it's like, eh, Anyway, so TBD, we'll see. Uh,
0: I have a question. So uh, this is going to get r- real weird real quick. So okay.
4: Fe- All right, I'm uh, ready. Feel
0: free to prepare to edit this out. But um, m- when I was a kid, I specifically remember, uh, like, I don't remember most of my childhood, but I remember mm-hmm. climbing the rope in gym class or in, in uh, I guess I was in gymnastics, not gym class, but... Um, uh, and and I I think I was having like an orgasm, but I was like pretty young because, you know, part way up there would just be this like really good feeling sensation. Uh, and I guess I, I've always had this question, but I've been too scared to ask. And, and a podcast that's going to be live on the Internet seems like a great place to do it. Uh, but I guess I'm just curious if that's like a normal if that's a normal experience for people, um, you know male-bodied or female-bodied. Uh.
2: Um, I didn't, I didn't climb. we didn't have a, like, a rope course in my, we didn't have a rope in my gym, but I feel like I'm sure I rode something, you know, like I rode a horse or, or whatever, or like, whatever, and you were like, well, that feels good. I don't know if, like, orgasm is the thing I would say, but it was like, oh, that feels good down there, kind of, I think that that's yeah. pretty normal, I think that's pretty normal.
3: Uh, yeah. It, the whole premise of your question, Jeremy, presupposes that I could actually get up on the rope. That <laughs> no, right away. No right, right, there's no right. way. I said
0: when I was a kid. Not now. No. <laughs> no,
2: even then. I'm
0: not yeah, I that just body. looked yeah, at
1: it yeah, yeah. and laughed and walked away. No, thanks. Absolutely not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, what is what is normal, really? <laughs> right. What what is normal versus what is usual? I don't know. I don't think that's weird. Little kids get aroused at. I mean, your body is just doing weird stuff yeah. at yeah. that point. You're not yeah. in control well, of any of that. Wasn't
1: there even a line in Wayne's World that it feels like climbing the rope in gym class? Yes. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh. oh, Jeremy. Oh, my goodness. Baby. <laughs> we got to watch. Have you watched <laughs> no. Wayne's World? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's oh, so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're normal or whatever. I mean, you're not normal. You're like
1: an abnormal person, but you have normal feelings. So it's okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah. What you felt is healthy and normal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Hillary, yes. I'll give you some advice about the Madonna concert. Don't go for two to three hours uh, from when doors oh. open. Oh. She is still a diva and does not come on for oh. hours. Oh,
2: I, absolutely not. That's so, That makes me crazy. That makes me it's crazy. So annoying. I mean, uh, I, I we did get home like at 1130, but that was just because we sort of, we had to walk back to our car. Like there was a whole process, but like Ludacris started at 730. Janet started at like 830. We were out of there. I mean, it was done Bruce. by 1030 or 11 or something and we were wrapped up.
3: So yeah. what does it mean with Madonna that her openers do their thing and then you sit around and wait for a couple of hours? No, she
1: didn't even have openers. Oh. It's oh. just like pumped in music. And then two hours later, oh my God. <laughs> dancers come out and do like one or two songs. Like she has those. She Well, this is a long time ago. So this was like 10 years ago tour or whatever it was. And she had those slack lion dancers, which was really cool. And then she comes out. Hmm. No. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I heard lots of people my age going, who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs> <laughs> She's like Madonna, bitch. Yeah, Madonna.
2: We're all just old. Like, we need to get home. And I need go to go to, to sleep. bed. <laughs> this right. is on a school night, too. I'm like, I gotta yeah. go to bed. That's what
1: mine was like on a Wednesday or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. I think I know who this next one is. It yep. is uh, Miss Christie.
3: Yes.
1: Nasty. <laughs> um, so we got a new dog and she's way cute. to just lay it out there <laughs> i have been you on you were so long. casual you just mentioned in the chat like we got a new dog and i was like excuse me <laughs> i know about her i've kind of been like offline which is another one of my updates of why but um yep we got a new dog and um she's very cute she's well we just got back her dna results what was it jeremy jeremy um jerry Part German Shepherd, part yeah. I
0: think forty percent Australian Cattle Dog. Uh, oh wait, no, yeah, forty percent Australian Cattle Dog, fifty percent German Shepherd, and ten percent Border Collie.
3: Wow!
1: Ooh! Yeah. Wow! So she's a big one. We've Not only for... had little dogs. So she weighs <laughs> uh, sixty pounds already... right now.
3: Sixty. Hey. She's going to yeah. be herding you around, making yes. sure you're oh, doing she your does. business.
1: She does, and um. The day after we got her, she went into heat for the first time. Oh, and goodness. so we don't actually know what her real personality is because apparently they become kind of monsters and we can't get her fixed until it's done. So once How that's done, next week. Yeah. At <laughs> next week, she'll be fixed and then um, we'll get to see if she actually gets along with little buddy because right oh. now. So, uh, not a great situation but uh jeremy you're walking what seven to eight miles a day yeah, <laughs> yeah. she needs oh. constant like movement
0: the, we, the she only...
1: chases the hose in the backyard which is super cute yeah and you can tire her out that way but
0: the only challenging oh thing my is gosh. that um like every dog is obsessed with her and she's obsessed with some other dogs uh and so it makes it really difficult to walk, especially because the weather is so nice here. Everybody else goes out with their dogs. And, you know, there's like areas and intersections where everybody is kind of funneled onto one street. And it makes it there's lots of backtracking, I will say. It's You have to be very attentive and, because if I'm not paying attention and she bolts, like she, I actually threw my back out the first week.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And. Uh, the reason why she's interested in dogs are dogs, are, because apparently male dogs can smell a uh, girl in heat uh, almost three miles away. Oh, my God. So when she first went into heat, it was like howling dogs all over the place, like all night. Like even it if was she went crazy. in our
0: backyard, like a dog a yeah. block away would start barking.
1: Yeah. The whole neighborhood was like... Rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're hoping that gets fixed next week and then <laughs> then we'll be able to keep her because if she keeps attacking Buddy then yeah, I don't know we might have to rehome her because it's not fair to him no, It's just no, a little no, old exactly. man trying I know. to you know trying to live <laughs> um, and then the next one is um, I uh, apparently got a um, sympathy kid- kidney stone um, after <laughs> talking to Bobby about his I have what I have four that are like um on deck in my kidneys apparently. <laughs> and so one just started Wait, moving have you, around. What have you named mean? them? I have named them in the past. I had Anderson Cooper. Oh um, my god. Like, <laughs> I don't remember. It's like them. the
2: Flintstones. It's yeah. like when they would bring people in and they right, would name exactly. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um oh what it means is that they did a um scan of my kidneys and they saw four big, two that are not small enough to pass and two that are on the border of being able to pass. So that means if they start to come and I'm in a lot of pain and it's stuck for a long time, I'll have to go in and get a little day surgery where they zap you.
3: Oh, what, wait, what does it mean too big to pass? Does it mean that eventually they get smaller and then they can they can also just shoot disappear
1: through oh they can they can break up or they can just disappear or they can stay in your kidney forever and ever um or you're just in intense pain and there and nothing works hmm. i think because it's like it's like trying to have a, like pass a pebble through a string that's what it's trying to do and that's why it hurts there
2: are more descriptions of like, it's like yeah. this, but this, I'm like, uh,
1: uh. Yep. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then last, I uh, got laid off from my job, what, Boo. two, three weeks ago? Jesus. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that's why I haven't been on the show, because this is probably the first week that I didn't start crying as soon as I talked about it. <sighs> so, yeah. And then right before this, I was on... Um, a call with unemployment on hold for about two hours <laughs> and they can't pay it out because there's an identity issue. What? Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> Going back to your oh, identity. Is this dad?
0: Holmes and Holmes jeweler no. to the stars coming back? No. Coming back to us.
1: I don't know. What it is. it? I don't think so. I, because I wasn't named on. No, I don't think so, but I don't know. I've sent my passport. I sent a live picture of myself. I sent my driver's license, everything, everything that they've asked for. I've sent so I don't know. Uh, another. That's so annoying.
0: Another exciting thing that happened is, um, uh, yesterday they actually laid off two thirds of my company. So oh. that the job that I just started, <laughs> uh, in October. So, you know, I'm.
1: Look for our GoFundMe coming uh, soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm one, of,
0: uh, one of a handful of folks. Help me, I'm poor. That got left on the, uh, quote unquote transition team, uh, as we're being acquired. But, um. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no guarantees what will happen after the uh, acquiring. So well, it's a fun time in the non- household.
2: Not that it's, like, good news that it sucks, but when Dave got laid off from one of his jobs, he was, like, the IT guy, so they kept him around until, like, the lights were turned off, basically, because he had declared bankruptcy, and it was done. And it gave him time to look for a job. I mean, I know it totally sucks, but it's like, well, at least you know. It's sort of the best case scenario, I guess. At least you know. It's like, okay, it's time to look for a
3: job. Like, the best worst case. Yes. The the good
0: news is, is, like, these... This is the type of situation that I am like, this is my strong suit, like bursts of just chaos and craziness (laughs) that last for a month or whatever. Like it's it's my it's my sweet spot and definitely the probably one of the few areas in my life where ADHD is incredibly helpful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I have I learned two important lessons from my layoff. One is always keep. An updated resume like if you do something at work write it down keep notes because yeah. I haven't had to search for a job in nine years and so it's a whole new world out there of what you need to do to get a resume to an actual person and speaking I, of AI yeah exactly and um, I'll talk about that later and also no matter what the company says of how much um, you're appreciated or we're family or any of that, don't believe them. No. It's all capitalism. Uh, Nobody cares. It's all about money. You're not family. Yeah, I mean, basically the board was told on a Thursday night, you have to cut X amount from your budget. And then by Tuesday morning, 8 a.m., I was... Fired. Not fired. That sounds bad. I was laid off with six six out of 13 of us on the team. Oh. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if the leftover people are now looking for jobs. Yeah. Because it's scary, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and they're probably so overworked at this point because they have such a, you know, it's just these six people or whatever, seven people left. So you're doing the job. Of how? I mean, that sucks.
3: Yeah, I think Jeremy, on this potential next go-around, you have got to look for employment in like a Fortune 500 company <laughs> or blue chip stock or something. Hey, you got to be done with these startups. It's not man. for lack
0: of trying. Trust me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I applied to 300 jobs in the last oh year. Oh my god! I have a very extensive spreadsheet with all of the. Track record of who I got rejection letters from, what interviews I had. Like it was, it was who it was a nightmare. ghosted you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Ugh. It's rough out there, man. Mm-hmm. But if there's it's any universal imp- income. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Seriously. And
0: I mean, uh, I guess apparently everybody else already knows this, but here's something that I figured out in the last five years companies don't give a shit about you. Uh, and yep. half the rules that we make up about work, two weeks' notice, and everything else. Uh, are yeah, bullshit all- made up rules that nobody mm-hmm. needs to follow. So, a- as Christy witnessed and as I witness, when a company's done with you, they're not going to give you two weeks' warning. They're going to mm-hmm. put you on a Zoom call and brick your computer ten minutes later, yeah. and you get one that's more what paycheck, they did to me. and that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's
1: what they did to me. Like as as soon as the Zoom call, my computer went completely black, as if I was a criminal or something. Uh- that's crazy, too, because there's
2: shit on your computer, I'm sure, that they need. Now, I'm not saying, like, you're trying yeah. to steal, but, like, you're like, I will give this to you. It's like, do you need this information that I'm holding. Yes.
1: Oh, my, my corporate card was paying for all of the bills <laughs> to keep the lights on. <laughs> and I keep getting, like, two-factor authentication for like, things. Ooh. And, like, yeah. Sorry that you did that.
4: <laughs> oh Although, I did
1: have to sign something that said... Uh, They can ask me questions and I have to answer indefinitely. But I can also say, I don't know. I forgot. I don't don't recall. I I
3: can't remember. (laughs) To the best of my recollection. Isn't that what they say in court? Yes.
2: Um, Who, um, Christy, I'm sorry. And Jeremy, I'm sorry. I hope for a speedy employment. I mean, I don't like working, but. I like stability, so it's exactly. you know. better to work
3: than not have yeah. any money.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Ideally, it would be somewhat, I get a job and someone says, but you know what? We can't have you start till September. Fuck you out. Enjoy the summer. But instead, I'm like in constant state fear. of anxiety and mm-hmm. fear and just applying for jobs eight to 10 hours a day. Willy nilly. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <sighs> Love it.
2: Hold it. Crossing my fingers. Okay um on on much more serious uh note, mm-hmm. who tried the ketchup Doritos again?
3: I did. I'm glad you're on Christy, because we need to talk about this <clears throat> because uh a couple of weeks ago we had the Bobby tries it so you don't have to mm-hmm. section of small talk and Bobby tried the the tangy uh ketchup flavored Doritos i refuse to call it tangy. (laughs) I was like, is
2: is tangy flavor? I don't know about but I was like, okay.
3: (laughs) I'm just being an idiot. But uh I did see them at the grocery store the other day and I do love ketchup and so I did try them and Christy you were the one that clued us all into them. Yep. Um and so I tried them and uh Bobby's review was sort of like eh I could miss those just fine. And I, like, I have to agree with him. They definitely tasted like ketchup, but I think the issue is they tasted like Hunt's ketchup. Oh, uh, like there was oh, no uh, Heinz yeah. in that flavor. It was like weird, generic ketchup. And so that is the problem with those you chips. You
0: can taste the difference between the brands of ketchup. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh,
3: yes. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. God. <laughs> I I mean, I wouldn't say like if we had five brands of ketchup. Are there five brands of ketchup? Oh, I'm sure. Isn't this a monopoly?
2: Probably yeah, closely. I mean, there's like the like local, you know, there's like an AG organic brand or like a right oh. generic. Yeah. So so
3: if we did like a five ketchup blind taste test, I could not identify all five ketchups, but I could tell you which one was Heinz and I could God. tell you which mm-hmm. ones were not
0: Heinz. It'd be a yeah. solid yes. idea yes. for a meetup next time you guys are doing it, by the way. <laughs> five ketchup blind taste test.
1: Oh, no. Oh I d- No. <laughs> but I'd, I was told about those and the hot mustard ones. Um, from maybe listener but friend colleen and the guy at Seven Eleven said dip it in sour cream trust me and agree so ch- oh. if you have some left di- you know do a little dip well, christy dipper and- i don't but
3: I, I ate them all but i <laughs> oh, do have it. sour cream so oh now you, you need to go back to the
1: stores <laughs> i didn't know you were trying and i thought it was just bobby so now just well, mix in didn't some know ketchup i was trying it either
0: Mixing no. some ketchup to the sour <laughs> Don't cream. Don't be gross. You're two thirds the way there. Just need a little crunch.
1: Uh, Who invited I mean, him have on some the show? fins. <laughs> oh, oh, well, sour cream's always good. Yeah, so that
3: is that is a very true statement. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I I need to try them. Yeah, I, I mean, I want to try. I I feel like woefully inadequate. I haven't tried any of these. I need to go survey. The kids are out next week. They're both going to camp away from me. So maybe <laughs> nice. I'll do a little, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little <laughs> snacking. Bridget um, did say, are you going to be so excited? And we're gone. I'm like, well, I'll- you my voice goes to an octave that it doesn't yeah. normally go to i'll miss you
1: but yeah, i'll miss you sure it's gonna be fun. <laughs> with gonna, your okay. uh, fingers crossed behind your back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. um i did get some oreos uh they're cotton candy limited edition oreos and i haven't tried them yet but oh God. God. Ooh. i their only place near me was a fred meyer and i bought three packs of them because i'm like oh these are gonna go like crazy so hopefully they're good i'll let cool. you guys know
2: Okay. Yeah, keep us informed. Yeah, mm-hmm. we always need an Oreos update. Yeah,
1: and cotton candy is good. If yeah. uh,
0: if there's anything that um, Bobby it doesn't want to try for whatever reason, or you guys are looking for, you know, <laughs> I humbly request to be on the uh, the the backup list or the the phone tree or whatever you okay. guys got going. Yeah. Yeah. there's anything
1: that. that's too weird, yeah, yes. for Bobby, food or otherwise. <laughs> well, sometimes, I'm, I'm in. sometimes Bobby like puts in the chat like, "Oh, look." And he's at the grocery store. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jeremy tried that like two weeks ago. Because <laughs> he always just goes and says, oh, give me a weird drink or the weirdest flavor you can see. Get that for me. That's Love. a good show topic. Yes, I think, it is.
3: For sure. Yep. would have like a weird snack and beverage taste test. Mm. An extended Bobby and Jeremy mm. eat it so you don't have oh, to.
0: Yeah. Check out. Um, there's a website called Exotic. I think it's called Exotic Snacks. And they they sell like weird sodas, weird drinks from all over the world. I have like sixty dollars worth of weird drinks sitting in my fridge right now.
2: <laughs> oh my yeah. god, y'all! Do you have a beverage refrigerator? Right, we have yes. two. Okay, thank God. Okay, well, we have
1: an extra refrigerator in the garage that is a default, and then we have an actual beverage. Oh my gosh, I love it! I love it so much. Yeah. Coca Cola you know- Peach.
3: Do they make that in a Diet Coke? <laughs>
1: Sometimes Ooh. they do, or a zero. Usually not. Oh, it. yeah.
3: Skittles Giants, three X <laughs> bigger. I would try that. <laughs> just, oh, do you know what's
1: really stuff. good? Is freeze dried Skittles. Hmm. Oh, um.
3: Somebody had those at work. They're very good. I don't know. I was. I was like, why would you try to improve upon perfection?
1: I know I love Skittles so much. It's just a uh, yeah. I'll I'll get some and, and you can have some because it is worth it.
3: Jeremy, like have the, you have you tried the Lay's fries grapefruit flavor? No, no, because I think you need to I definitely do for
2: science fries grapefruit. It's like it's like that yeah. Andrew Zimmern show except like he eats like you know donkey balls or whatever. But Jeremy just tries like
0: the weird ass snacks. snacks. <laughs> Drinks. Yeah. I mean, I've tried donkey balls. I've had cow balls.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've had lamb testicles.
2: There you go. They're chewy. I mean, I've had tongue, but that's not even that weird. Langua. It's a little (laughs) weird. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we move to the mailbag before this show just evolves into snack talk? I mean, that's not a bad thing. But okay. uh, These are the answers to last week's question of the week, which was a two-parter. What are you looking forward to this summer? Slash what advice do you have for Bobby Ray, his kidney stone management. And Um, I guess now Christy,
1: too. Although you
3: are a kidney stone veteran. Yeah, Yeah. this is, this,
2: yeah,
1: I have, I've had eight in the past and then, you know, the four lined up and whatever's happening right now. So, yeah, I'm a veteran.
2: (laughs) I like to imagine them all lined up. Like, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Let's go um okay carolyn says less diet coke more water and then i laughed at Anne's comment and Anne, get out of here get <laughs> out of here with that blast ban her ban her carolyn, the- <laughs> you can't listen anymore you're done no, or just care.
1: do a 50 50 yeah i mean she is right like you need to be drinking water and that's yeah. what happens um gross Ugh. But, yeah
2: Ugh um amanda says looking forward to going on a knitting retreat at the end of july knitting in the woods basically i mean amanda i love you that is so on brand i can't mm-hmm. even you're like a lady of the pacific northwest that likes to knit so of course yeah you're knitting in the woods
3: yeah i mean what's different about knitting in the woods <laughs> than knitting in the house except <laughs> i guess trees and fresh air <laughs>
2: yeah um and like-minded uh like-minded knitters Um, Barbara says I had to have my stone surgically blasted. Hmm. My advice would be to have a hospital to go bag. So if they get really bad, you don't need to worry about packing. So sorry. This is how your summer is starting. This is like when I was woefully overdue with Bridget and I was like, kept just repacking my bag. I was like, (laughs) does this work? I mean, I don't even remember what I brought. Like, nothing that actually did work. And then Megan <laughs> falls up and says, hospital go-bag suggestions. Clean underwear, going home clothes, basic hygiene items, wall charger, yes, for electronic devices, 10-foot charging cable, basic B item, your own pillow with a colored pillowcase. That actually is really good advice. You don't get it. Yep, all yep. confused. I just, I love the
3: visual of, you shouting to your partner like, "Honey, honey, it's coming! <laughs> it's go time! Let's is try. the bag ready? <laughs> grab
0: the bag! Grab the bag!" My only advice Fans for like- Bobby is don't go swimming. Why? We might sink straight to the bottom. The oh. stones inside of it? Jesus Jeremy. <laughs> <him. laughs> Christy hasn't touched the water in years.
2: <laughs> Stop nerd. He's such a dad. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Leslie says, Vacation back to my former home state of Colorado to visit friends. I'd love to go to Seattle for the TBTL four thousandth episode event. In August, knee replacement number one, to be followed by knee replacement number two, date TBD. Um, I heard my mom, had sorry mom, she had her knees replaced um, and I think it was like the best. Like, I mean, it's obviously not the best to have surgery that kind of stinks in the recovery, but I don't think it was actually even that long and she felt so much better afterwards. Yeah,
1: because usually mean, you've been in, in pain for years yeah, to be yeah, able to yeah, yeah, get yeah, it.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm so like...
3: I, When it's time to get something done, I want to get it done and Mm -hmm. over with. So I'm like, okay, let's not fuck around. Let's just do this. So the idea of having to do one at a time is like, ugh. But of course, you're not going to get both your knees done at the same – like my mom had cataract surgery and she's she's not going to get both her eyes operated on at the same time. So she had to, you know – Have one recover, have the other recover. But man, that's a long process. Then when you have to have the one and do the rehab and let it heal, and then do the other
2: one. Yeah, I know. Oof. I there was a guy I used to work with who had two at the same time, and I actually think that that was like it took him out. So I see it, but yes, I and I agree with you. It's like let's just rip the band-aid let's just do it. I don't want to backtrack. I hate Mm -hmm. backtracking. I don't. Let's not drag this out any longer than we have Mm -hmm. to. Get them knees out. Um. I thought this is Tierra. I thought this was like what she's doing this summer, but it was like kind of a combo, what she's doing and suggestion. Go to a theme park, go on a roller coaster. It's been known to dislodge kidney stones.
3: Oh, okay. that's interesting. Yeah, I like the way you think. Does it have to be... Um a traditional roller coaster, can you do a loop-de-loop one? Would that be
2: more effective? <laughs> or is it like the my least favorite kind. This isn't really a roller coaster, but that the only kind of ride I like refuse to go on are one of those drop ones that just mm-hmm. go like from top to bottom, you know, they just yeah. Oh, I like those. I just don't like the scare factor in them. Mm-hmm. I'm like it just it's a, it's the jump scare that gets me. Um but maybe
1: could I go to the
3: one Honda's of those four do Duke- a- the so, haunted mansion at Disney World or Disneyland, I guess, was really good, but I think they've they're closing that and repurposing
2: it into some stupid franchise. Of course, probably like Avatar. Of course, Ew. probably disgusting. Um. Okay. Then Gene says, "Don't know." Looking for suggestions. Well, look here. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look Although Gene, I feel like travels around so much, so I'm like, she does. You know, you're you're living the life, Gene. Um, and then Megan again says a family reunion in New Jersey, a camping trip, trying very hard not to overschedule our weekends. Bobby, you should definitely have a- <laughs> I didn't read this. <laughs> Bobby, you should definitely have a birth announcement for said stone. Epsom salt bass, your choice if you also want to use bath salts. Uh-huh. Continued mm-hmm. use of indica based AIDS. I like it. I like it. I I don't take that many Indica based AIDS.
0: I did do, do like, they mean pot? Yes. No. Yeah. Say pot, weirdo.
2: (laughs) Don't call our listeners weirdos. Um, I'm in a a, a a good way. I know. I know. We're all weirdos. Um, Thank you for your suggestions and what you're doing.
3: Yeah. You know, my mom said to me once, sorry, mom, blowing up your spot. She's like, your podcast is so interesting. You're all such nerds in your own way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True. True. Proud nerd nerd
3: all right are we done are we done with advice for bobby christy do you have any particular advice for bobby other than lots of pain medication seems to have been the through line to your advice so far yeah
1: well i can't believe that he's doing it with no pain medication mine isn't to the point um where i would go to urgent care yet um, but just Tylenol and Advil, I think he said he's using, that's not enough. Like it's really, really bad when it's bad and they give you like Vicodin or whatever. Take half of it. That's my advice. Take half of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Take a half pill. Why? Don't take it every four hours.
0: Why is he going Natural. Why won't he take painkillers?
1: I don't. I don't know if it's like work. He's bears. a man. Yeah, he doesn't want to. I think he doesn't want to feel out of it. But that's what why you hell? take half. That's why it just <laughs> takes the edge that's off. The best
0: part <laughs> of taking painkillers, yeah. <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Says guys, Bobby's got shit to do. He can't afford yeah. to be out of it. But honestly, water. Like, don't take yeah. anything else but just a ton of water and try to flush it out. Mm. Yep.
3: Mm-mm. It's my all best. right. Well, good luck to yeah. all our kidney stone pregnancies out yeah. there. I I hope the births are are quick and um, relatively painless. I guess
2: get that epidural. Yes. With that, let's go to
3: some. Let's go to some medium talk uh, where we're talking about AI as um jeremy demonstrated so well for us the days of us writing our own um they're over intros are over <laughs> although i did notice a certain lack of imagination with the way <laughs> that the the chat bot actually wrote everything it's starting to sound a little bit samey and also going through the plan like Three times. Um, Christy. But we're going to talk a little bit.
0: Do you still have the prompt mm-hmm. that you use to get that
1: mm-hmm. intro?
0: Will you send it to yeah. me? Because I'll put it into mm-hmm. chat GPT4 and we can see what it spits out. Oh,
1: okay.
0: That can be a There's, your Patreon episode or something. <laughs> There's
3: <laughs> multiple chat GPT. Oh,
0: chat GPT4 mm-hmm. is the one that could pass the bar exam.
3: Oh. oh. Do you
2: have to pay for it?
3: Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I know nothing about this I am um, so completely uninterested in the wonders of Jat GPT that I'm I'm looking forward to being educated. that's a lie I don't care I'm not looking forward to being educated (laughs) (laughs) I'll be happy to discuss it with people but it's Mm -hmm. nothing that I'm interested in I'm so eye rolling when it comes to this with all the freaking out I think it's a while before it passes the Turing test people I think we're not quite ready for Skynet yet Um, (laughs) the way that I always think about it is like random number generators aren't random we learned that when I was getting my master's degree in statistics is it's not random. It's just fake to look random. So AI is not going to gain sentience anytime soon. It's just going to gain an approximation of sentience. And uh, I'm staking that uh, position here and now, and I will never have to eat my words. Uh, I'm sure. I'll take whatever the
0: opposite, whatever the under is of, of that one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I think this is all all overblown, but not that it not that it's not going to take people's jobs and all that, yeah. which is just evidence that people are undervalued. But uh I, I just don't think that the computers are gonna be taking over anytime soon. But what we're going to talk about as far as uh before ai the scary ai future what kind of things do we want the ai to do for us what what are the things in your life that you're like oh my god if i could just offload this to a bot mm. it would make things so much easier um and christy this was your pitch so i think you should start with okay. something that we've already referenced yeah
1: so i would have it write resumes anything related to job searches just search for the job write the resume cover letter send it off potentially do the interviews but um Ooh, i guess if it's how on, do you make that work <laughs> like if it's a phone screen it could you know if i don't have to be on video then it would be a robot with my voice okay so, so um i do that however i will say i am using chat bought GPT to write resumes because there's a new way that you have to do resumes and it's called, um, you have to be able to pass an ATS, which is, um, applicant. Jeremy, do you remember what the T stands for? Tracking system. Tracking system. So most companies, at least the big ones use this, um, kind of AI system that your resume goes in. And if there's anything that they don't like, it's rejected and a human never sees it. Um, wow. However, not everyone knows what those rules are. The first, I didn't even know that this was a thing. And then you have to know, and you have to use keywords that are in the job posting, but you don't know what those keywords are. You kind of have to guess. So, and if your dates are written incorrectly, like it's it's all crazy. So I have been using chatbot to pull out keywords. So I say, Um, tell me what the keywords for a resume should be with this job posting. And then I copy and paste the the job posting. And then from there, I write the resume. You also have to cater every resume to the job posting because the keywords are different. So it's cool. (laughs) It's
3: cool. And and is this more work or is it less work? Oh, it's a lot more work. Oh, wait, you mean to put it in? No, I just meant this whole process
1: now. It's so much, it's so much more. And you don't, and you won't even know well, and the, if you're
0: rejected. Yeah. And the rules are invisible. Nobody tells yeah. you what they want. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's insane. There's so much like gatekeeping and grossness.
1: Well, and I took a um, mandatory resume cover letter class through the unemployment office and, um, they said, oh, if you do this, then they're going to they're gonna think you're old. If you do this, they're going to think you're old. If you write objectives, you'll get rejected if you do this. And then they show oh, examples. Isn't that
3: discrimination?
1: Isn't yes. there a law against that? There is, yes. but they just reject you and they don't tell you. You know what I mean? Like they can just say, "Oh, you didn't make it." We had I smell a class action I mean, lawsuit. We, I, I
0: I we have an ATS at work that we use, and you can set up all sorts of automatic rejection stuff to look for whatever criteria you want, and and it'll just wow.
2: Yeah, out. that does sound that does yeah. sound like discrimination. I mean, because you could be like, I don't like the sound of like. I mean, because you don't know what Mm -hmm. the, what it is. Like, I don't like the sound of like names that start with like J or what. I don't know. You know, just something that you think um, most, I don't know, black people might have a name that starts with this. Well, I'm just going to knock them out.
1: Well, that's what they say. Like to not appear old, you don't put dates on anything and you only show seven years of, of experience.
2: (laughs) So I shouldn't show my internship in um,
1: 1999. (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Uh, (laughs) So... So, just not knowing the rules, like it's like I'll play the game if I know the rules, but the problem is not. Oh, and I just got a new thing from the unemployment office, and it said some ATS systems can't read PDFs and some require PDFs, but you don't know what the company has. So, good luck.
2: Uh, oh not, I'm not freaking out at all. No, <laughs> no.
3: How's, how's anybody supposed to get a job?
2: Because well, they have to know
0: somebody. After 300 you know job someone. applications, I got a job because I, I knew the COO. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yep. That's what Ugh. it is.
1: So if you get a referral, if you get an employee referral, it jumps that system and gets into the pile that you're not allowed into before the ATS.
3: Oh, guys, I don't know anybody. I know.
1: Don't lose your job. <laughs> I don't. You won't. You're the only one that does it at a major university. So you're fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So it sucks. And that's why I want someone else to do it for me.
3: Yeah, I, I can see that. And if you could automate that process oh where the I, bot if I could... could just...
1: Yes, if I could just watch Netflix and eat snacks and then like I uh, get an email that says I have a job interview, that'd be perfect. (laughs) Great.
2: Bots fighting bots.
1: Mm That's what we need.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, Christy has a very real to life example (laughs) she's working with. What about you, Hillary?
2: Okay. This is just the top of mind because my kids are going, like I said, they're going to camp uh, starting, well, it starts on Sunday, but they start whatever it doesn't matter they're going up to fort worth um tomorrow or on saturday and tomorrow it's like i'm so excited that they're going but i feel like i have to walk through fire to get it like all ready mm-hmm. and bridget this year is definitely going to help because she's old enough but i have to I have a packing list that they send and i just wish somebody would pack for me i know that's like more physical like that's i'm just imagining like in my head the ai is like rosie from the jetsons right. like that's what <laughs> <say> that. yes <Yeah. laughs> Of course, that's exactly where my brain goes. And I need somebody to just pack for me. Like, please just pack. I ha- I hate packing. I love traveling. I love traveling. It's one of my joys in life. I fucking hate packing. I'm bad at it. I take, I see all these people who pack like a backpack for, you know, two weeks. And I'm like, how is that even possible? And I'm not like that at high maintenance. It's not like I'm bringing crates of makeup or anything. I just like to have options. I don't, I don't, I just wish I could program something to be like, this is the these are the parameters pack it for me and then it's done i hate it yep. i hate listen, it so much
3: listen rick steves is full
2: of bullshit yes.
3: on his lectures on packing on how you should just travel with a backpack because oh because you one, clean your underwear in the sink yes yep. yeah, yeah. Nope. he's a dude he just wants you to bring one shirt and one extra pair of underwear yeah and wash in the sink every night absolutely and, not. and women can't Get by on that, no. you know. Mm-hmm. There are societal requirements for women yes. that he doesn't have to abide by, and two, he's an utter dork. Yes. And I say that with, with total love, affection. <laughs> like I love what a dork he is about traveling. It's actually like he's so dorky that it comes all the way back around and kind of makes him cool yes. about yes. it. But yes. yes, his like dumb polo and khakis is just (laughs) like jeremy is surprised unsurprisingly silent because i bet jeremy (laughs) travels so light uh i'm i'm either
0: one way or the other it kind of depends on the situation like if i have to go on an airplane or something like that i'm usually like as light as possible when i go on road trips especially because i have no idea where i'm going most of the time i i just absolutely fill the car with crap and end up using about 8% of it. Uh,
2: yeah. About, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I went to Nashville last week, I think, because I was going to a party and I didn't wasn't sure what the weather exactly was going to be like warm, cold. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what I was going to wear. I didn't really know how dressy it was. I brought so many options. I did check. No, I did carry on. I do come from a checking family. My family is, yep. they like to check. Like they are checkers and I have to... Res- I, if, it, if I don't have to pay, then usually I'll do it because I'm like, great. I don't want to deal with it. But um, I did carry on because it was only a weekend. And I felt sort of silly. But um, yeah, but if I had somebody just that could think about it for me because I am so, it is my procrastination. It'll be like nine o'clock at night. I'm leaving, you know, my flight leaves at 6 a.m. And I'm like, okay, I got to pack. Let's just do it. And then I just grind it out. So And yeah. it
3: always takes me so much longer than I think it's going oh, to to pack. So much longer.
2: As if I wear all of these different things, as if I, like, wear so much different jewelry or, like, I, I it's like I'm a baby and I have to take all this, like, all my little comfort things with me. Like, maybe this. <laughs> and it's not like I'm going to Do. Like, I'm going to Nashville. If I need to buy something. I right. Like, buy- they do right. have a Target there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> presumably. I think so. So, silly anyway yes packing rosie's gonna pack me all right
3: uh well jeremy we kind of sprung this on you because christy had suggested that you come on to do the introduction then we were like do you want to stay and be on the show and so you didn't have any time to prepare anything but uh do you have something that you would like to uh offload onto an ai
0: i mean i so the first thing that came to mind and, and it's not really offloading personally, but I, I guess this would be my thought for everyone is you should offload your job to AI to whatever <laughs> extent you can. What? Wait uh, a here's, minute. Because here's the situation. <laughs> uh, the, like the way that it's supposed to work in the future is that we develop all these amazing things and it becomes the Jetsons and life gets easier and easier and easier. The, the reality is, is that uh, the more efficient these tools get, the, the harder we're all going to work. And the worse it's going to get for us. So instead of waiting and trying to let other people figure it out, like, get creative. And if there's any way that you can use these things to help make your life easier, do it. And if that means, like, having it write work emails for you, then then do it. Put a two-sentence prompt in and it'll spit it out and then you can edit it and be done. Um, You know, you can do it for, like, employee reviews and stuff like that. Like, do do whatever you can to make your life easier uh, specifically with your employer knowing that the second they could figure out how to get it to do your job they would kick your ass out the door anyway right Um, so like there there's like so many amazing things that it can actually do you know like I, I think probably the coolest implementation I've seen is there was a, a person that had a landscaping company and English was their second language and they were struggling uh, to write emails to customers. And so somebody set up a tool with, with him that allowed him to, he would just email this email address that they made and with the email that he was trying to say to the customer and it would reply with, you know, a, a, a like more helpful version of the exact same thing with spelling errors fixed and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so like, there's so much opportunity for actual good and for it to actually help us. And I, I think that at least until, you know, it, in, it inevitably destroys us all um, like <laughs> let's use it to try and make our lives easier.
3: Yeah. How how long, I mean, just out of curiosity, how long do you think it'll be until it destroys us all? Oh, like, you know, within I I know, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't have
0: a, a a timeline on it, but one of the things that's kind of scary about AI is the uh potential for exponential increase. Like there's so much that's unknown that things can get out of control very very quickly and so you know I'm I'm not saying that I like constantly live in fear about it but the more I learn about it the more I'm like wow this is kind of scary like there's obviously (laughs) some short term like it's going to replace all our jobs and like that stuff's already happening but I think that later down the road there's an opportunity for things to go a, a lot worse and especially since we seem to be just running into this headlong with no regulation no no anything um and listen you're
3: you're saying this like we as a people have ever had a history of unintended consequences <laughs> and really
0: that's just not true yeah, yeah. remember leaded gasoline <laughs> <laughs>
3: and that was fine yeah, it, worked it turned out, out right. well. Yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs>
0: It's probably why well, we're all that's... dumb enough to fall for AI
3: now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> enough lead swimming through our bloodstream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um all right. Well, with that cheery um outlook from Jeremy, maybe I should start getting worried about this, <laughs> but I would like to go along the line with what Hillary says in in terms of like Rosie. Um and I the more we talk about the Jetsons, every time we do, I wanna do that sound effect but I don't think I'm good at it that
2: that was good
3: whatever I'll have to practice it I want something to do dusting for me now Mm -hmm. could I say do all the cleaning yes I could but um there's something about dusting that I hate so much and I like it's not the grossest chore obviously cleaning the bathroom is more disgusting than any amount of dusting could ever be but I just hate doing it so much because it seems like an exercise in futility Mm
4: -hmm. because it
3: doesn't really improve the appearance of your house that much Mm -hmm. um I don't know maybe if you have animals it's um a little bit more visible but I live Under the idea that if I just change my furnace filter regularly, then I will never have to dust. Mm -hmm. Um, That is not true. But I would like something to do that specific task for me. Christy, do you want to roll yours in with mine?
1: Yeah. So mine also, I said clean house or chores. Yeah, cleaning the bathroom. That would be a good one. Dishes. Dishes. I had I originally had cooking but I really actually like cooking. So but yeah, cleaning up, like if I make a mess, I just want Rosie to come in there and it would be gone. Yeah, Wait, who's I Rosie? do I do think from the Jets. Oh, honey. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, I understand the She's Jetsons the robot maid. as a concept, but I
1: can't.
0: <laughs> 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 That's interesting.
1: I need another uh, um, Jeremy watches something for the first time I guess, episode. <laughs> I
3: have this sinking feeling of defeat every time I have to empty the dishwasher, where I'm like, this again, and it's not like I run the dishwasher that often. It's just me, mm-hmm. but it still happens enough that the idea of like sorting silverware, you're like,
1: ugh, uh-huh. fine. Dishes and laundry don't bother me because everything has a place to go to. Yeah. And you know that's, what that's that place point. is. Yeah. And then it's just done. And it feels um it feels like a big check mark on your to do list, right? Oh, yeah.
2: On Sunday when I'm like kind of putting everything away, I'm like, yep. this feels good. Yes. And there's you're when I'm at inbox zero on the laundry hamper, mm-hmm. so I'm like, yes, yes, you did it and asked for one second.
3: Yeah, but the problem with inbox zero on the laundry hamper is that you're wearing clothes
2: yes. at that point.
3: <laughs> so true. So you <laughs> So you never can truly get and to ha- I might box zero be nude
2: around my house. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> true.
3: It's Sunday afternoon, everybody. Let's <laughs> let's get
2: naked so we can do the laundry. <laughs> all of the laundry.
3: Yeah, no. It's kind of like that thing when you have to take the garbage out for mm-hmm. the pickup the next day, and then you don't want to throw anything away
2: because you're like,
3: <laughs> uh, yep. but yep. all the.
2: All the Sometimes cans are empty. Sometimes Dave like we ours pick up is on Monday, and sometimes Dave wants to do it like um, uh, like midday on Sunday. And I'm like, Yo, I gotta cl- I gotta cook dinner tonight. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be foil. There's gonna be some sort of trash that has to go out. I want it to go out last, like right before you're coming upstairs to go to bed. Like, do not do this in the middle of the day. Sorry, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> uh, wait, real quick. Um, I don't know. Language question. What do y'all call the things that you put out onto the street with your trash bin christy jeremy oh, garbage can i, I don't recycle know recycle yeah, can um dave calls them the barrels and oh he's no rolls. that's wrong that's a wrong answer <laughs> oh, i know i like and, it. I guess, and i guess he's always like bring and the kids always say like oh we got to bring the barrels in and i'm like it's so funny because <laughs> i think that they are like being forced this language i'm like i've never heard it called that before i think i would either say yeah ben or trash can you know or i don't know the big trash can go roll it out there
3: in my mind when you say trash can that's the silver thing that oscar the grouch lives (laughs) in (laughs) yeah i have a very specific association with that but
2: but barrels don't have wheels how can i don't know i I, don't know i think i
3: called the compost and recycle
1: bins and the other one i don't know
3: (laughs) if we google barrel images are they gonna have
2: wheels jeremy
3: I've I don't know. No, they're the person Only
2: they're like gonna a way be going down out. the
1: Niagara. I don't Falls I don't see any any wheels on any of these barrels. <laughs> but so it must be a Boston thing. It
2: has to be. Barrel. Barrel. Anyway, <laughs> that was a sidebar. Um I, but Anne, I completely agree about dusting. I like this is like my privilege of talking. I used to dust all the time. And then when I hire, hire a housekeeper, who she comes like every 2 weeks. It's not like she comes every week or anything. And I'm just like I can't do this anymore. I like lifting up things and and wiping down and or taking them all Ugh. off and then wiping it down. And and it's just it's going to build up again. I can't do anything about it.
3: And I used to do so much of it. When I worked in retail, especially working yep. in a gift store where we had all of that kind of shit and you would just have to like offload the entire display and clean it and put it up. And actually I didn't have that big of a problem with that probably because I was getting paid yeah. to do that. But I don't know. Like I have a fair amount of knickknacks here, less because I'm a knickknack person and more because people keep pushing knickknacks on me. <laughs> Um, you know, but I have a, a, speaking of working in retail, when you work in a gift store, you do come home with a certain amount of stuff because yeah. some of it's nice, but like looking over, I can see my display shelves from here and the idea of like going and taking everything out of that and using a Swiffer cloth to like, yeah, it's twice a year max. I can force myself to do that. So yeah, Ugh. I need a rosie. Yes, we yep. need a
2: Rosie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, let's see, Hillary, why don't you hit us up with another one?
2: Um, okay. Um, well, I this is I'm going to briefly mention. Actually, Jeremy, you really inspired me because I did say MISC job shit. Um, I do these. Um, monthly reports that are too boring to really describe it basically i'm trying to capture what the cbd which is the downtown market what the cbd market looks like right now and who's you know what vacancies are available and what future vacancies and what subleases are out there what's been leased what's the percentage and it's really like it is boring and tedious it is not hard it is really just i have i use this one website which is not that it's sometimes right, but not always, but I use this and I'm looking at a spreadsheet and I'm filling in little parts of the stack. They're called stacking plans, like the stack of the building and coloring, coding them to match like what their status is and then entering numbers down at the bottom to show whatever it is. I. It's really valuable information for like our various owners or whatever, but it's also like super tedious and it takes me Especially the downtown one, it takes me a long time because a lot of the buildings are multi tenanted, which means there's just like a lot of tenants in the building and they move out and they move in and leases are signed and it just changes month over month. I like kind of low key like it when there's um a month that like just is really slow and nobody leases anything. Cause I'm like, nah, it's the same. Or I really <laughs> like it when one company leases an entire building. So I'm like, well, there you go. It's, it hasn't, <laughs> there's one, there's a Google building here that Google just leases the whole building. And I'm like, well, it's all Google. It's all leased. Um, anyway, so if somebody could do that because it takes up so much time and then all the other stuff, they're like, can you do this? Can you do this? I'm like, yeah, but do you want this one thing done? I know that it's valuable for the rest of the month. It would be really nice. I I do actually think it's a little bit more higher end because you have to, I don't know, it's not as simple as like language. You're like analyzing a little bit of data, but I feel like And Meredith should be on here because she said she had an answer that said coding. And I feel like it is it's it's not coding, but it's akin to kind of just analyzing dating and plugging it in in a in a certain way. And I feel like I could do it because there's not a narrative that goes with it. It's just as the narrative is the data. So um, that'd be really nice.
0: That was. Oh, my God. What Meredith said is what I was going to say made me think of it while you were talking. And I've I've used um, chat GPT to help me write SQL queries to do like data pulls at work uh, to, wow. to help generate wow. reports. And um, I know that like lots of people have had it write code for websites. Like you can put in a website and say, create a WordPress website for me, like create a WordPress template based on this website and it'll go and get it, like set it all up for you and give you all the code to dump into the thing. Uh, like there's lots of, stuff like that you you can't actually use it for like right now
5: wow Hmm.
0: and it makes you look really smart if you're like hey i taught myself (laughs) SQL." by the way
3: (laughs) so what what are those people going to say then to like liberal arts grads because they're not going to be able to say "Eh, go learn coding anymore if you have an ai that does the coding for you
0: i guess go (laughs) learn how to make Car batteries or something. I don't know. True, Be a computer repair person.
2: We are going to be. <laughs> what's that? What's that movie? The um, this, the little um, animated movie, Wall-E. We're wall to We're Be like. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'm okay with that. It's fine as long as I like can exist and I can just like eat popcorn or whatever, and I'll get. It's fine. The, uh, I'll sit in a chair. That's
0: actually kind of similar to one of the like doomsday scenarios that I heard about AI and that's like over time. So like we'll have it start doing more and more, make this website for me, whatever, whatever. And at some point it'll just start, it could start doing stuff that like, we don't know, like we just give it an end goal, make the website look like this, but we don't know how it's going to get to that goal. That's one of the scary parts when it comes to unintended consequences. But In some cases, like we could actually start to lose knowledge as humanity because we're giving so much stuff over to these robots Uh, or they're like, you know, it it goes and writes a website using some weird obscure code that nobody knows. And then the computer breaks or whatever. And and all of a sudden your company has a website that you don't, you can't actually do anything with because you don't know how it was written.
2: I mean, it's not the exact same thing, but I always think about and everybody says this this is very cliche, but like, I still know Missy's childhood phone number because I had to know it. And that was in my brain. And I the only number I know is maybe Dave's, but sometimes I have to like double check it because I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, what do I know? Because I have outsourced that to my machine. And it's just living in there. And I don't retain that knowledge because I don't have to. But when my phone breaks, I'm like, fuck. I don't know anybody's, I mean, I make my kids memorize our numbers because I'm like, they don't have phones, but if they need to call us and they're around somebody that has a phone, they can call us. But it is kind of scary when your brain, your brain does kind of start to atrophy a little bit in that way.
3: Yeah. When, when you break down in the hill country of Texas and your phone doesn't work and you're being chased by cannibals Yes, and you don't know Dave's phone number,
2: I'm screwed. I'm dead. I'm going to be food. Listen, I'm fleshy. I think I think I'll taste delicious. It's okay. Uh
3: all right. So my second one is I felt when I thought of this that this will make the inevitable AI takeover worth everything if it will only make phone calls for me. If I never have to make another phone call in my life, I would die a happy person. And I don't know if that's a me thing or if it's no. a little bit of a generational thing because I've heard other people in the kind of late Gen Z, early millennial category talk about how much we hate making phone yep. calls. Yep. And I I just I would rather eat a hot pepper than make a phone call. Especially like to go back to my retail experience when you know, we would be getting something for a customer if we were having something repaired or having a, an item sent over to the store, and then it arrives and you have to call them Ugh. to let them know that it's here. I would do anything <laughs> uh-huh. to try and somehow push that off <laughs> to uh-huh. somebody else because I hated it so much. It's terrible.
0: I, I mean, it's so terrible. And that's another one that you actually could do right now. You, you, there's AI that you can go and train with your voice and then you could oh, so set it up with an auto dialer to make calls for you and just tell it what to say
2: I don't like that no I don't like that's that That's creepy I mean I it's
0: it's like people are doing it with music they're like creating yeah. songs by other artists because they're able to like clone in their the voices style yeah. Of, mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah but the problem That I see with that is sure I can make my side AI but if the other side isn't AI there's no predicting well there is predicting but theoretically there's no predicting the human response so what happens with it when they respond with something that I haven't thought to prep the bot for well
0: that's one of the great things and terrifying things is that it will just fill in the blanks for you it It
1: pulls from it's knowledge base from everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't, I don't, data set is I don't know if on. I... You're like, I, never mind. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd trust that. Well,
3: see, somewhere down down the line, yes. maybe yes. you can make phone calls. But I, I think like um, scheduling... Well, how many places are there that you can't schedule online yeah. anymore? There's a few, but... I really, I really hate making those. And I don't know what it is about making phone calls. I think it's the uncertainty, maybe, and the lack of control. Like, I can't control what's going to happen on that or what the other person's going to do.
2: Like, I'm fine to receive phone calls. Hmm. So, I'm actually the the opposite. opposite. I hate getting a phone call because uh because of the control thing where i'm mm-hmm. like no i didn't call you you can't call me it's but intrusive if to, but if i have to make a call i'm like okay i'm deciding that i have to make a call to whomever and then i'm i'm okay with it for the most part i don't want to do it but i'm a little bit better with it
3: i was reflecting on this the other day cuz i was over at my aunt's house and you know she and her husband they're in their 80s so they're of the generation Pre voicemail, pre answering machine, pre caller ID. And so when the phone rang, you answered it because you didn't know who it was or what level of importance it might be. And I was thinking about this because my aunt was like, we were sitting out on the deck and she had gone back inside to like finish prepping lunch and her phone was ringing and her, her husband, you know, reached over and answered her cell phone. And it's like, I don't know, Christy, would you answer Jeremy's phone?
1: him i mean if he asked it was me too if he he asked but if but
3: but, but if jeremy just like left his phone sitting on the coffee table and went upstairs or something and it rang would you answer
1: it if it was someone i knew maybe yeah i i don't
3: know because it like we're we're living in an age where it's just not imperative to answer the phone yeah
0: oh yeah uh, i mean i always answer my phone especially if yeah. it's a number i don't know because it's so when, annoying what well, <laughs> you're insane when i, no, when I was insane. when i was when i first started going to aa like when i first got sober and i was going to meetings a lot when a new person comes you they take like a schedule book with all the meetings in that area and they pass it around the room and everybody like it's that is the way it is because it's old school, but all the if it's a man, all the men write their phone numbers in the book if it's a woman, all the women write their phone numbers in the book uh and then at the end it goes to the to the newcomer, and so that they like immediately day one leave with a whole list of phone numbers That's like how I ended up with the sponsor. Is that exact situation oh. um it's also how I met the realtor that helped us buy this house but <laughs> uh, so like because of that, like my phone number is in a lot of like books. Uh, and so, I don't know. I always try and answer my phone. Uh, p- plus, you know, who knows what adventure it may contain. So, I know. Wow. There That's, we go. I know. That's, That's really like, what it is. <laughs> there's this
2: altruistic there we well, one, but then there's okay, the- fine. You're
3: just too good of a person then to answer your phone oh. for people that need. <laughs> counseling and support like if i see a number that i don't recognize there is no. absolutely no way no, no. No. i am a no. degenerate unless, alcoholic that,
0: that one of the ways yeah. that i stay unless, sober is by interacting unless, with other people
3: <laughs> if if i am perhaps uh, like expecting a phone call from somebody and i don't know what their number is like i don't know I have, this is a bad example because like i i have my mechanics number right but if they called from a different number or something and i was expecting yeah. word about my car then yeah i might answer it and nine times out of ten it's just some stupid spam scam marketing yes. yeah. bullshit mm-hmm. but Solar panels. Know, yeah do you do you guys ever get uh random calls because i think i did answer one once because i was expecting something and and somebody was like hey you called me from this number like i would
2: never call back
3: no <laughs> i was like no. No, no i didn't
2: that was a robo
3: call from someone it... who's poaching mm-hmm. my number obviously
2: there's a guy that i work with he does he's just uh, he doesn't work for my company but we sort of work with him and at one time he called me and i was like not in a place that i wanted to answer it because i was irritated with him and he didn't leave a message and i was like I'm not calling back. I don't call back unless somebody, I'm sorry. You gotta leave a message. I didn't know you called.
3: There There
2: are a number
3: of ways that you can um, tell me what your intention for calling was. (laughs) And if you don't do one of those, (laughs)
2: then it's, I am not interested in calling you back. Nope. Exactly. I fully agree. Yeah. I mean, especially like this, again, like you said, this is not really the case anymore, but for like ordering food or something. I always feel like I mumble or they can't quite understand me or whatever. And I'm like, if they have an online system, yes. I would much prefer that because somebody always has some like, Oh, I don't want this. I want this mm-hmm. burger, but with no this, I'm like, can I just write it it's down? Easy
1: to be high maintenance. Yes. With yes online ordering exactly, For sure.
2: <laughs> In person. I'm like, no, everything. That's fine. I don't care. However you want to cook it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Probably
3: one of the reasons that I, basically refuse to go through drive-thrus yes. is because the <laughs> the sound quality is mm-hmm. I mean it's better I, like technology has improved since I last tried to do it so much that maybe I it would be fine now but the whole awkwardness of being like yeah, I would like a a double quarter pounder with cheese and no pickles and then the person says ruh, 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 and then I get like super anxious yeah hopefully they said that sweaty (laughs) and so that's like one of the reasons that i I won't go through a drive-thru i'd rather park and go in Mm -hmm. um because then i don't know i won't make a fool of myself or something yeah
0: i don't know one of the things that really helps me with drive-thru anxiety when i'm like oh god i'm gonna order so much food or whatever is they are really good at just saying oh what else uh, what, else? <laughs> what else? What else? What <laughs> else? So I don't have to be like, oh, uh, and also, uh, I guess a third blizzard. Uh. <laughs> uh, a third blizzard is
2: always a good idea. Oh, I
3: haven't had a blizzard in so long. I haven't no, either. either.
1: Oh, they have a puppy chow one that's so good right now.
2: Ooh. Yeah, that sounds good.
3: Hmm. Um, uh, The s'mores blizzard is surprisingly better than you would expect because i'm not a big fan of like commercial s'mores stuff yeah Yeah. i know it doesn't really taste like real s'mores but their s'more blizzard is good um anyway so that's phone calls i hate (laughs) making phone calls and i want someone to make phone calls for me i get it um, Christy I was thinking about you <laughs> this next
1: topic the other day this should this is probably impossible and will never happen but it would be great if a robot could or AI could um do a blood draw for me not of me but have my blood somehow and let someone <laughs> take it oh,
0: no potential unintended consequences with that one yeah hey. AI take oh, okay, some of my okay. blood. Guess,
3: I guess. <laughs> so I thought you were saying you wanted a, a an AI technician to draw your blood, but so, no, you
1: want to send an AI in your place. I, that- <laughs> if if the robot listened to me yeah. and and did exactly what I said, then yes, I I could do a robot. I was
0: gonna say as Certainly. long as they don't train the AI on male doctors, it will be fine. I, yeah. I have been with Christy so many times at these appointments where she's like. This is what's happened in the past. This is what they had to do. This is where it works. Don't try and get it here. And they're always like, okay. And then do exactly what she (laughs) said not to do.
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, And then I get anxious and then it gets worse. And yeah. People just need to listen. Yep.
2: So you want Mm -hmm. to um, essentially like duplicate or your blood in an AI, get Mm -hmm. them to. Yeah.
1: Hmm. But well, I now that I think about it, Aunt, what Ann said is probably better. Um, but only if like, ju- you know, like you could go up to a touch screen and say, get it from here. I need this. I need that. And then it would just do it.
3: It's reasonable to think that a, an AI with a camera function or however would, would be better at spotting mm-hmm. appropriate veins yep. than yeah. a person would and would have potentially more precision at getting in the
1: veins. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes I think, when you have yeah. um, ones like me, they have to use a, um, like a x-ray type situation to be able wow. to find them. Yeah. Wow. You really do have a hard time. <laughs> yeah. You should have to, t- everyone should have to take me that doesn't believe have to sh- should have to be my blood buddy for one time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, I was
3: thinking about you the other day because I like I haven't um delved in too deep with this, but I think that whoever makes these decisions are now um easing up on those blood donation rules. Like I think mm-hmm. gay guys yep, are yeah, can, donate yeah, blood. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because I've proven that I'm not a mad cow. And I don't have mad cow disease. I think I'm eligible to donate blood again. And I was like, should I? really should. It's such a good thing to do to donate blood. And you I get can. some cookies. and mm-hmm. Yes. And when I was in college and I would do it and they would give you Capri Sun. And that was the only time I ever got Capri Sun. Because I still feel like it's like forbidden fruit. Yeah, it's
1: just 100% sugar. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like Capri Sun and Oreos. Mm -hmm. That's sort of my idea of heaven. Um, And you know, both my parents have had significant amounts of blood donations for their various medical stuff. And they're not able to donate themselves because of their medical stuff. And so like, it would be a super good thing for me to do to kind of try and pay that back a little. But I am not anywhere near Christie's level like I don't have a problem with blood draws and that but I had increasingly hard time through college as I was donating blood like I noticed it was like I had a couple of times where I got like super lightheaded and stuff. And then like, not to trigger warning. Um, but the one time that my blood started clotting in the needle before yep. the bag Ooh, was filled up. That Sorry. happens to
1: me almost every time. Oh, God. Yep. And
3: you can't, and as the nurse said mm-hmm. to me at the time, we can't just call it quits because the, yep. the bag is pre-filled with a certain level of anticoagulant. And so if you don't fill up the bag completely with blood, then the ratios are off. So you have to get a full pint. So she was like, let's just twizzle this around and see uh, if we can uh, get things flowing uh. again. And then, you know, she twizzled the needle in my arm. Um, and it was not cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> I
2: didn't like that.
3: So, oh. I don't know. Maybe I should Maybe I should uh, see if I can be on campus someday when the blood mobile is there and give another try and maybe it'll be okay.
0: I'm like the opposite. I think maybe it's my high blood pressure or my uh, body's proclivity to potentially be an excellent IV drug user if i wanted to every time they even get near me with a needle blood just starts shooting out
3: well Uh, like when i first started donating blood it was no problem at all and i never got lightheaded and i don't have a fear of needles and it was just like not a big deal at all but it seems like somewhere along the line my body got a little bit freaked out and that's sort of feeding on itself yeah a little bit yeah like not not the last time I had to do a blood draw, but the time before I was like chatting with the tech and it was fine. And I, and she, you know, she was telling me like the people that generally have the biggest trouble with passing out are like big burly dudes who come in and are like, oh, I'm totally fine. And then, you know, the next thing you know, they're fainting. And I was like, ha. ha, ha. and then as the blood was coming out, I started to feel a little bit woozy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, not saying anything. Not saying anything, because you just laughed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be the perfect <laughs>
2: blood, donor.
3: blood donor. I will. I will be the blood donor. And then this is so stupid of me, because Hillary nailed it, me wanting to be the perfect <laughs> blood donor. Like, I'm still sort of dizzy, but I carefully get up and leave and walk out to the car and then i sit in the car for 10 minutes until <laughs> i stop feeling like i was gonna pass out
2: oh so dumb like, so
3: mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. i'm so sorry you have to deal with that situation christy yeah. that's awful it sucks um we mm. should all have to like walk a mile in christy's veins <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> deal with all of that
2: yeah. Um all right Hillary what's this last one you have All right the last one I was talking to a friend at work who is we have the same position we're just on opposite sides and she has a she has more kids than I do and I was like I'm trying to think of what to and she was like second shift it's all just second shift like I the I like spending time with my kids as much as I should talk my kids I do like spending time with my kids but it's all the I mean it's all the stuff that we've been talking about it's like coming home Okay, we got to cook, we got to clean, we got to do. It's just it's all I'm like helping them with homework and all that stuff. Like I just want to hang out. I don't want to do this other job and yes, I know I had kids and this is a part of it. It just is like I'm tired. I kind of don't want to engage in it. So somehow really I think it is it's not so much the cooking. I mean, I don't love cooking. I'm definitely like mid on cooking, but it's like the organization of it all is taking up too much brain. What are we going to have for dinner tonight? Okay. I got a plan. Sure. ahead. Mm-hmm. I sure. need to, you know, and Dave is a wonderful father in many, many ways, but planning organization is just not his strong suit and it had, it had to be somebody. So it's mine. And that just, it occupies so much of my brain and it's not like I would be so much better at my job or any, I just don't want to think about it anymore. I don't think about it anymore. I, I don't, I want somebody else to do it for me. <laughs> Cause the live, children like, have to be fed. I like know. it and, turns out and they, one has to feed their children every night. Uh, every night. And they, they're better about like Bridget will make herself a little ramen. She likes ramen and, and Rory can make a sandwich for himself. Like he, they can do all that stuff, but they can't have that like, Every night. I need to eat dinner too. It just is. And I don't want to spend the money on going out to eat all the time though. I love going out to eat. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. And I wish that I had somebody who was not like a full-time chef though. That would be nice. Uh, just kind of doing that again. I want Rosie. I just want Rosie. That's all I want. That's all I want. I
3: want some combination Rosie and Alice from the Brady Bunch. Yes,
2: yes, because there's more of a caretaker vibe on that one. Yeah, like yeah. someone to call the butcher. And yes, yes, get yes. the deliveries. Where's Sam? We need him. <laughs> Go have sex with Sam, and then we'll get mm-hmm. like our ribeye or whatever.
3: Excuse me, <laughs> Alice would never. <laughs>
2: oh yeah no I just I am just tired when I come home and I don't I don't want to do that stuff I don't want to do it I don't want to think about I don't want to think about it I think it's like I don't doing it is like one thing it's just more thinking about it that really fatigues me once I'm doing it I'm like whatever that's fine here I am but the thinking about and the planning ahead it just is tiring to me so yeah
3: I hear you. I'm all by myself. The only person
2: I have responsibility for is me. and I still get tired of it. Well, yeah. I mean, shit. I get tired of thinking about myself, too. Like, oh, okay. What are you going to do? I mean. (laughs) and I'm like, well, cottage cheese for dinner it is. (laughs) That actually sounds good. I was thinking about cottage cheese the other day, and I was like, I haven't had cottage cheese in a while. And I really, I love cottage cheese. And I think I used to, like, I tried it because it was, you know, I'm sure my mom or my sisters had it and the, like diet various sure. diet crazes but i actually really love cottage cheese mm. i do too good there's like a nudson k-n-u-d-s-e-n i love their cottage cheese mm. Some good. yeah stuff. even
3: like speaking of diet culture like um cottage cheese and fruit or Ooh. something i could go
2: for cottage cheese and sliced peaches oh, for the rest oh, of my day yeah Ugh. that sounds good <laughs> oh we're just going to start talking about cottage cheese. I think if like if Phyllis <laughs> listens, she's going to just be like barfing on the well, side. Uh.
3: <laughs> uh. Cottage cheese is not for
2: everyone. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy,
3: to wrap this up, do you have another like, um, I don't know, like your last one was so um, sweeping and overarching <laughs> kind of good that come can come from AI. Do you have something else that uh,
0: you can
1: give us at the end here?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I've, I think I've talked enough. <laughs> I don't know. What
1: about walking the dog when you don't want to, I, or picking up the dog I, poop, you know what, or though? mowing the
0: lawn? I think that, um, I, I don't know how much I can talk about this without going totally off the rails, but lately I have been thinking a lot about how um, adversity helps us get stronger and helps challenge us to grow. And, I have been really frustrated. This is like a very micro example, but I've been very frustrated at times with this dog because right now I'm the only one in the house that can walk it. And if she doesn't get walked at least twice a day, like the behavior stuff is way worse. Um, And so it's been a little bit frustrating. Uh, But at the same time, I've been trying to embrace that struggle a little bit to to challenge myself. And, And it's been good. I've been spending more time outside, you know, Hanging out with whatever nature, all the crazy people in Linwood, uh, you know, it's 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 probably good. It's probably better than me playing Fortnite or whatever. So um, I don't know. That, that I, I all that to know. say, I probably wouldn't have it. Watch uh, watch the dog <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah. It turns out that alone show that I was talking about on the episode I did with you guys has really fucked with my head.
3: <laughs> uh, well. Well, there are a lot of cool skins on Fortnite <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you could <laughs> be acquiring. Oh, <No>, I have- <laughs> and cool dances. I have quite a few, yeah.
0: It's <laughs> like a banana. Skins. You can play as a banana. But
2: it's so gross that they call it skins. <laughs> they know. call yeah. them- They they
0: don't call them skins. Uh, they call them- uh, I mean, well, that's like, like a generic- industry term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're yeah. not-
3: Skinning. I don't know so why I'm <laughs> standing
0: for Fortnite, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like
2: Hillary. Actually, it's not called skins.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, that's embarrassing. I am. Uh, no, it's not.
3: <laughs> hey, a lot of people love Fortnite. I don't yes. have any problem with yeah. that as a way of spending your time. Please. Um. Feel free to shoot up people. Um. In the online realm, you're not doing it in the real life, so. Exactly. You're a winner in my book. Um. Okay. Well, that was a weird end to that segment. Good (laughs) job.
4: No, not you.
3: It was me. I was the one that brought up gun violence. All right. Um. Question of the week then is: What life task would you want an AI to do for you if you got your very own Rosie or some such? What kind of life task, chore, or work or whatever would you? Want the robot to do for you? I'm I'm interested to see what um, people would like.
2: Um, Should we go to Tishy recommends? Please do. All right. Um, because I am me. Um, I had and I have like a fascination with mostly John and Kate plus eight. I will like stop and read anything about oh, them. Oh, Hillary! I know. I on. don't know why. I don't know why. I, don't I know try why. so
3: hard. I I really honestly. Try not know. to judge people. No, for the media should. they
2: consume. But John and Kate, no, I. This was back in the day. I, but it's more now where I'm like, well, what's going on with them? Like, what chilies is John DJing in now? Um, right now that the children are grown, I can <laughs> yeah. sort of see an in, an interest in like the
3: fallout from that whole yes. situation. Yes. yes. But, or like the, Don't well, the this is Don't call the as a book or something?
2: This is what I'm talking about. This is the show. Oh. Shining Shiny Happy People. It's about the Duggers. Now, I like glanced at the Duggers. I was kind of like quasi fascinated with them, though I, I had a limit. And then when it got dark, it obviously I was like, I'm a little bit tapped out. Though I. Yeah. You, I, what, you knew that they were weird from the start, yes. right? And what I was rooting for the whole time is there were a couple that you knew were like, mm, I see a sparkle in their eye that like they want out and they are trying to figure out a way out and they, but it's, this is how they make money and you know, anyway, so this, um, this documentary on Amazon is called shiny, happy people. It is quasi about the Duggars, but it's really more, I mean, it is because one of the Duggars talks on it. Um, and they discuss, um, the show and they discuss the, um, the oldest son's like, I think he's in jail for pedophilia. I mean, for like yep. child pornography. Yep. Um. Yeah. Like super gross. But one of the daughters is on it and she's talking. She's not, it's not like she's like my, my family was bad and they're bad, but she, I, she's I, clearly by the end, you can tell she's pissed because they cut her out of money. And I think that's what she's really pissed about. A little less so about, how she was raised it's more like at some point she was made to do stuff like be on camera show her child the child her child being born and she wasn't really paid for any of it and she's pissed about which i mean rightly she should be pissed about it um but what it really focuses on is i'm shoot i'm so annoyed that it's there's this church and pastor that they followed which was it's mormonism without the mormonism i mean it's not mormonism because it's not the Mormon church but you know they they want you i mean jeremy honestly like you trigger warning for people who are sensitive to this because it's like it's really it's really ugly just they want your kids to be pulled out of schools you're homeschooled you follow this particular set of guidelines that they'll sell you you know and it's that quiverful movement where women are just supposed to Knock out the babies constantly, and it's a lot about obeying and there's a you know you obey God you or Christ or whatever you obey the pastor, you obey the husband, you obey the mom, and then the children, so it's like this umbrella thing anyway it was it was four parts, which maybe is a little lengthy, but i it was dark, but i enjoy- i mean I enjoyed it as much as you can enjoy something. Cause it and they would have survivors of it talking about how you know. Of course they were molested at some point and uh they weren't taught I mean Jeremy, some of them it's not like they weren't taught certain things that they didn't really you know, they just came <laughs> out of it thinking like, Oh shit, like they I never didn't know saw that. <laughs> and no, never let loose but you know they go to these like creation museums and they're like yeah this is this is real life and what they talked about that i thought was interesting is how much like tiktok and youtube have kind of pushed some of this stuff along because it's free access to some of these people who are like a little bit younger and they might have a tattoo or something so they're like oh they're like the cool christian um and they're not they're the same shit and they're all um uh, you know Anti-trans, anti-gay—they're all whatever. Oh, Bill Gothard is the guy's name. That's the, that's the, kind of head of this whole thing. Anyway, it was creepy, but I—it was really well done, and they treated the stuff sensitively. So, yeah, shiny, all these, happy people,
3: these fringe religious groups are all the same. It's it's all about building up a power structure with no accountability for yep. so the people in power. Yep,
2: exactly. Anyway, that's mine. Um, Okay, whose is
1: the Book of Lost Names? That's me. I kind of wish that I had suggested it for a book club before I read it, Um, but this is it. It's a story. It's okay. So what is it called? Historic fiction when things really happen, but then they put in, you know, like Titanic, I guess a little bit. So it's a story of a um, French Jewish woman during um, at the beginning of World War II and um, her journey through it and becoming a um, not counterfeiter like basically, she could um perfectly copy documents so she could make people passports and papers. Oh, and it was like a forger.
3: Forger—that's the
1: word I was looking for. <laughs> um, yeah, and I—it it was really a thing that happened. And um, so that the she goes to a little town um outside of Switzerland where they are like bringing kids so she um helps the children go get free um so yeah it's like underground railroad for that and it it was really really good cool Hmm. highly recommend interesting yep i think this is you jeremy this is me the podcast you're next oh
0: oh yeah yeah i there's an, a podcast called hard fork and i i linked to a specific episode but i say that because I, I was somebody that was if you would have asked me six months ago i would have had the exact same answer as Anne in terms of like <laughs> yeah this is a bullshit gimmick blah 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 um this podcast that i've listened to has done a, a much better job of explaining ai and what it is and what the implications are and all that stuff than any other explanation that I've listened to. And the specific episode that I linked to in here, maybe you guys can put it in the show notes or whatever. um, Oh, yeah. Is like they have a bunch of AI researchers on there. They talk about kind of like the difference between concerns around the near term threats that we just talked about. Versus like the long-term potential existential threats. Um, they talk about like some concrete examples to not to try and scare people, but just to help like wrap your head around wh- what this is. Um, so, yeah, I heard you guys were talking about AI and I, uh, yeah. I thought I'd share that because it's like a great explainer. Um, at least it's been helpful for me and um, interesting. Cool. Especially as somebody that fantasizes about the collapse of society.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think the great thing about this is that climate change is going to destroy us all before the AIs can take over. So I I really don't think we have to worry (laughs) about this. Yeah, Either way, we're dead. (laughs) <laughs> sorry kid. all right and with that get involved with our show while you still can before we burn to death or fall to the winds of sky burning. oh well hey and
0: as my parents told me when i first became concerned about global warming we, you don't have to worry it's not going to impact you it's not even going to impact your kids or your kids kids it'll be fine Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's fine. That's Another great. way it's boomers great.
1: ruined everything. Also,
0: don't watch <laughs> Footloose.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, maybe. When you're not watching Footloose, you can visit our website. Instead, there is no dancing or drinking on our website. Or we're all very good Christian kids there at Um, You can visit the Facebook group Slightly Less Good.
0: Mm-hmm. On there,
3: you know, we probably say darn sometimes, but uh, you can answer the question of the week and tell us uh, what you would like to offload onto the AI before they take over and kill us all. Or you can send us an email at tishishowgmail.com. At send us a voice memo attached to that email. Um, we love getting those. We love hearing your voices. Hey, hey you could program an AI to do a chat GPT (laughs) to answer this question for us and send us a robot voice memo. Uh, You can fax Bobby your butt before his fax machine comes to life and takes over at 617-354-8513. And as always, the old technology is the best, so the AOL keyword is T-she. Thanks for joining us, guys. And that was scratching... The merest surface of
2: AI. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back. As <laughs> I didn't really mean to do like a Terminator homage, <laughs> <Yeah>. but never <laughs> seen
0: that one either. It
2: fits. Oh, oh no! Terminator Two is really—it's that's a fun movie.
5: That's great. It starts with an earthquake, birds snakes, and aeroplane. And Lenny Bruce is not a. Slash and burn return.
0: Oh no, I lost my place. Hang on. <laughs> we'll have to edit this out. No, we don't. <laughs> Wait, how did I? Oh, to... <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> Hang on. <clears throat>